the nugget. And I want to wish those that a happy Valentine's Day, whether you're single or married. Husbands, you know what to do. <laughs> I just saw what I wanted and ordered it. I had a girlfriend, a pastor's wife, the other day, and she had to sign for it. <laughs> I said, oh, it's my Valentine's present. <laughs> Praise God. It's just easier, huh? He sees what he likes, just get it. All right. The nugget. <laughs> I didn't open it, though. Nugget. 642. Is this 642 nugget? The title of this sermon is The Word and Sickness. And the nugget is Spiritual Vigor. Vigor? V-I-G-O-R. Vigor. Got it. I got it. You want to tell us what vigor is? Be active. Okay is necessary in Christian service. That is the truth. You've got to be vigorous for the Lord. No matter what goes on around you, no matter what anybody else does, you've got to be vigorous for Jesus. There will be always be open challenges to the word of God by those who refuse or reject biblical principle. So, you know, we need, we need to understand what the word of God says so when we go to pray for someone, we can explain that to them. How many understand that? And so let's let the Bible speak for itself on healing. And there's a lot here, and it might take two weeks. I don't know. So I've already prayed. So let's go to number one. The word of God will save your life. And that is the truth. I could never figure this out, but one of the things that they say when you go to Rhema is people get attacked in different ways like they've never been before with symptoms so you need to build yourself up. I'm thinking, I thought, what a hideous confession that is. Seriously, that is not a good confession. How many know that? It might be something the enemy tries to do, but we need to confess when the count it all joy when you encounter diverse tests and trials, knowing that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Amen? So 420. Bravo. Proverbs 420 and 23. Okay. I want to read verse 18 though. Well, let's move up. Verse 11, 11 through 14. 
I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in right paths. When thou, when thou goest, thy steps shall not thy step shall not be straightened, and when thou runnest, thou shalt not stumble. Take fast hold of instruction. Let her not go, keep her, for she is thy life. Enter not into the path of the wicked, and go not in the way of evil men. Avoid it, pass not by it, turn from it, and, pa and pass away. Okay, verse 20. My son, or my daughter, attend to my word, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life to those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. I'll read this in the Amplified. My son, attend to my words. Consent and submit to my sayings. Let them not depart from your sight. Keep them in the center of your heart. For they are life to those who find them, healing and health to all their flesh. Keep and guard your heart with all vigilance. And above all you guard, for out of it flows the springs of life. He says, above all you guard, guard your heart. Guard your heart. Above everything you guard, guard your heart. Put away false and dishonest speech, and willful and contrary talk be put far from you. That is unbelief. Okay? Anything that's not the truth of in God's word, keep it away from you. Amen? And then it says here, let your eyes look right on with fixed purpose and let your gaze be straight before you. 26, consider well the path of your feet and let your ways be established and ordered aright. Turn not aside to the right hand or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. Remember Samson and Delilah? He should have run. There used to be a song. It was called, it was Run, Samson, Run. Okay, so the word of God will save your life. Two, God's word will not fail. Joshua 21, 45. His word will not fail. There fail not aught any good thing which the Lord had spoken unto the house of Israel. All came to pass. When God speaks, it shall come to pass. And there are some pretty weird things that are being said out there. There failed no part of any good thing which the Lord has promised. And the house of Israel all came to pass. You know, we, we have a covenant with God. His word will not fail. So God's word will not fail us. Man might fail us. <clears throat> Everything else might. But God's word will stand every time. Number three, God's will is healing. 
It's working in you. Philippians 2.13. I have pretty much stayed while I go through the um, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Acts, and then I go over to the epistles and stay in there. It's very interesting how God, or Paul, or the Holy Spirit, said the same thing over and over to the different churches. And yet, it's told that they would share their, their letters from him, take them and share them. Philippians 2.13. Are you ready? For it is God which worketh in you to do to both to will and to do his good pleasure. It is God which worketh in you to will and to do his good pleasure. Thank you, Jesus. In the Amphite it says... Not in your own strength, for it is God who is all the while effectually at work in you, energizing and creating in you the power and desire both to will and to work for his good pleasure and satisfaction and delight. Hallelujah. So God's will healing is working in you. You know, you might not see it immediately. You know, a miracle is instantaneously healing sometimes takes a while and so just because you don't see it faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen so you keep on hoping and believing and confessing and standing on the word no matter what So number four, the spirit of life is making your body alive. Romans 8, 11. <clears throat> I know you've probably heard every one of these. I hope you've heard every one of these. You've read them. I have come to where I've been uh, listening, hearing the Bible at night, right before I go to bed, and listening to the Bible and reading it at the same time. Pardon? The spirit of life is making your body alive. Romans 8, 11. For if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead, dwell in you. He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Hallelujah. Think of that. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us. Jesus was in hell. And God said, that's enough, told the Spirit to go and raise him up. 
And that same spirit lives in us. Thank God how powerful. When you think about when I think it was the second to last song we sang today. When we were singing and I, I just started telling God the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us. And you have quickened our mortal bodies. <clears throat> I'm going to read it out of the Amplified. And if the same and if the spirit of him who raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, then he who raised up Christ from the dead will also restore to you your mortal, short-lived, perishable bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. The same, I love to just speak that out of my mouth. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in me. And I just close my eyes and start thinking about that. Praise you, Father. God is so faithful. Number five, God is for you. He's not against you. 2 Corinthians 1.20 One thing that a lot of people have to learn, and a lot of times it's because of their childhoods, you know, they weren't told that they were special or whatever, um, is how much God loves them. God is for you. Come on, Second Corinthians, come over here. Okay. For the promises of God in him are yea and in him, amen, under the glory of God by us. So the promises of God are yes and amen, under the glory of God by us. Praise you, Jesus. God is for you. If God be for you, who can be against you? Number six, it is God's will for you to be healed. Matthew 8, 2 and 3. Thank you, Nada, for sharing that. I appreciate it. Uh, let's look at verse 1. When he had come down the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou can make me clean. And Jesus put his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately his rep leprosy was cleansed immediately his leprosy was cleansed obey god's number 7 obey god's word and be healed in exodus 15:26 we're running around here i'm going too fast somebody tell me Okay, say, in other words, say the, and then say the, say it again. Okay, got it. So in, obey God's word and be healed, Exodus 15, 26. Obey God's word and be healed? Got it. Okay. Exodus 15, 26.
and God, hang on a minute, I'm going to open my Bible wider. I love this scripture. Okay, you ready? This is where the people murmured against Moses and saying, what shall we drink? And he cried unto the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree, which he had cast into the waters. The waters were made sweet. There he made for them a statue and an ordinance, and there he proved them. And said, in verse 26, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that, which is right in his sight and will give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes. I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that heals you. I am the Lord that healeth you. I like the Amplified Version. It says, saying, If you will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God and will do what is right in his sight and will listen to and obey his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases upon you which I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. I am the Lord who heals you. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, here we go. Sir, number eight, serve the Lord and healing will be yours. Exodus 23, 25. Serve the Lord and healing will be yours. Exodus 23, 25. You shall serve the Lord your God. He shall bless your bread and water. And I will take sickness from your midst. He said, you shall serve the Lord your God. He shall bless your bread and water. And I will take sickness from your midst. Thank you, Father. I'm going to read this next one if any of you ever come in to come talk to someone that has been told they might miscarry number 26 none shall lose her young by miscarriage or be barren in your land I will fulfill the number of your days hallelujah that's the scripture to stand on okay nine, uh, number 9 God takes all sickness away from you. Deuteronomy 7.15 God takes all sickness away from you. Deuteronomy 
and the Lord will take away from you all sickness. Say that with me. And the Lord will take away from me all sickness. And none of the evil diseases of, of Egypt. You know, there are, so they say, the doctors and whoever, that there are so many things going around that they don't even know what they are. Well, this scripture right here says it doesn't matter what they are. God will take all sickness away from us. <clears throat> Number 10. Obey God's commandments and receive his blessings. Obey God's commandments and receive his blessings. Malachi 3.10. <clears throat> this this um, throat lozenge is so hot. <laughs> I feel like I'm eating a jalapeno pepper. Are you ready? You all should know where Malachi is. Bring you all the tithes into the storehouse, and there will may be meat in mine house, and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord host, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground, neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. He promises. If you're a tither, there are so many, this is a commandment. You know, people think tithing is not a commandment. It's a commandment. And it comes with many, many, many promises and blessings. Jesus gave us one commandment. And he, he said, love your brother as yourself. Now, sometimes that's hard. How many know that? <laughs> I can't even read my writing. It was in the middle of the night or something. Um, guard your love walk is what the Lord said. This is what the Lord told me to share with us. Guard your love walk and forgive because that keeps many people from receiving their healing. Remember what, what the Lord told Peter or told the disciples? How many times shall we forgive? Seventy times what? Huh? Seven times seventy in one in one. Pardon? For one offense. Now that tells me that there's somebody repeating stuff in your brain like this. Seven times seventy for one offense. So we need to guard our guard our hearts. We need to guard what's coming into our head. 
because that was the commandment that Jesus said. He said, I give you a commandment, and that's to love one another as yourselves. And so he put this here, and he said, guard your love walk and forgive. What did the Lord say? I did not come. to judge the world, but forgive them. God is the judge. We are not the judge. I cannot be the Holy Spirit for you. But when the Holy Spirit tells you to knock it off, knock it off. Amen? And this, this love walk is, is probably one of the hardest things that you'll ever do. Because... Some of you might be up here in your faith and maybe your mate isn't or whatever, but they might be higher in something else than you are. And don't get frustrated with, with each other. You know, sometimes we have a tendency to expect more than we don't know where a person's at. We don't know what they've been through. And so we need to love them. Don't judge them, but love them. Love covers a multitude of what? Sin. Thank God. Eleven. One of God's benefits is healing. Thank God. One of God's benefits is healing. Psalms 103, 1 through 5. That's a benefit. That's just part of what we've received. That's a big part. He'll heal marriages. He'll heal whatever. God is a restorer. What Psalm, the 23rd Psalm say? He restoreth my soul. Okay, 103, Psalm. God wants you. Where am I? One of God's benefits is healing. Bless, affectionately, gratefully praise the Lord, O my soul, and, and all that is deepest within me. Bless his holy name. I'm going to read out the King James first. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits, who forgives all my iniquities, who healeth all my diseases, who redeemeth my life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. Hallelujah. Who satisfies my mouth with good things, so that my youth, is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executed righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. Hallelujah. Our mouths can only be satisfied with his word. Verse 5. Okay. I'll read verse 2 out of the Amphi now. Bless affectionately, gratefully, praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not one of his benefits who forgives every one of all your iniquities, who heals each one of your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, 
and corruption, who beautifies, dignifies, and crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercy, who satisfies your mouth with your necess necessity and desire at your personal age and situation. That's the truth. At your personal age and situation. With good so that your youth renew is like the eagles, strong, overcoming, and soaring. The Lord execute righteousness and justice, not for me only, but for all who are oppressed. I'm going to read number five again. Who satisfies your mouth, your necessity, and desire in your personal age and situation with good so that your youth is renewed like the eagles, strong, overcoming, and soaring. Are you soaring? What does soaring say to you? Anybody? Flying high. You don't need drugs or get, get drunk. You can fly high in the spirit. Amen? With the word of God. Above, above and not beneath. Above all things. We need to keep our, our mind, our soul, our mind, will, and emotions above everything that's around us that tries to pull us down. And trust me, there's a lot out there. Okay, number 12, God's word is healing. Psalms 107, 19, and 20, for they cried unto the Lord. I'll say it again. God's word is healing. Psalms 107, 19, and 20, for they cried unto the Lord, and he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from all destruction. All destruction. Not just some, all. Thank you, Jesus. That is probably one of my favorite scriptures. <clears throat> okay, God wants you alive. Verse uh, number 13. God wants you alive, Psalms 118.17. How many know God wants you alive? I shall not die but live, and shall declare the works and recount the illustrious acts of the Lord. Hallelujah. I love that scripture. I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. Don't even see yourself dying. You know, if he can get a hold of a person and get them to start seeing themselves dying and losing whatever, then he's got them. And only they can get themselves out of it with the word of God. And so, I'll have copies of this. I've written all over mine, so we'll have to make copies. And that way you can all have this for... I'd go through it daily, take parts of it. Okay, 
Number 14, choose to live, be a fighter. Choose to live, be a fighter. Deuteronomy 30, 19. Choose to live, be a fighter. Deuteronomy 30, 19. I know why you, you guys are, that's pastor repeats his, when he teaches, he repeats and you've gotten used to that. <laughs> I was sitting here like, I never do this. I understand now, okay. Deuteronomy 30, 19. See what a blessing you are. Okay, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life, choose it. That both, that both thou and thy seed may live. That both you and your children shall live. You know, it's up to the parent. Choose life so you and your seed will live. That's powerful when you think about that. A parent has that authority over their children. Choose to live and be a fighter. Number 15, you will have long life. I never thought I'd be this old, I'll tell you. But I have a lot more years in me if the Lord tarries. You will have a long life, Psalm 91, 16. You know, some of you might need to be praying this over your, your elders or parents if they're still alive or speaking it to them hey mom hey dad this is what the word says psalms 91 16 you will have long life you believe that i'm not going to be some shriveled up whatever either <laughs> strong and courageous You're going to laugh. I'm going to tell you what I do after I read the Bible at night. <clears throat> because um, a chiropractor told me, and you all know who I'm talking about, you need to keep your mind alive. So I play a couple games of solitaire on my iPad after I read my Bible. I usually, I usually do two or three. Hey, I listen to that. You know, you need to keep your mind working in different areas. So that's what I do. I read the word and then I do that. And my mind will be sound all the days of my life in Jesus' name. And when that person said that, I said, hey, that's an easy game. There's nothing wrong with it. Do it. <laughs> 16. Jesus bore your sins and your sickness. Isaiah 53, 4 and 5. Anybody can quote that to me? Jesus bore your sins and your sicknesses. 
Isaiah, Isaiah 53, 4 and 5, anybody? I know somebody can. Okay. Let's go. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Hallelujah. Surely he hath borne our griefs, sicknesses, weaknesses, and distresses sicknesses, weaknesses, and distresses, and carried our sorrows and pains of punishment. Yet we ignorantly considered him stricken, smitten, and afflicted by God as, is, as if with leprosy. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our guilt and iniquities. So if you have any guilt about anything, if you need to ask someone to forgive you, do it. But if you have any guilt, it's dealt with. Don't keep bringing it up. It's done. Move on. So many people are heartsick because of guilt that they have about something that maybe they did. It's the next, it's a new day. See, every day is a new day. Take care of what you need to take care of. Make sure it's under the blood and move on. Praise God. Okay, number five. Um, the chastisement needed to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him. And with the stripes that wounded him, we are healed and made whole. Say that with me. I'm made whole. I am made whole. Thank God. Because of the stripes of Jesus. Okay, 17. God will restore your health. God will restore your health. Jeremiah 30, 17. For I will restore health unto thee, I will heal thee of thy wounds, saith the Lord, because they called thee an outcast, saying, This is Zion, whom no man seeketh after. He said, I will restore health unto thee, I will heal thee of thy wounds. Praise God. You're healed. That was Jeremiah 30, 17, eight, number 18. You can take authority over sickness in your body. You can. Matthew 18, 18. You can take authority over sickness in your body. You, hearing your voice speak these things out is what will cause forth a quicker restoration in your body. You know, when you speak it out, you believe it. And watch what you're saying, you know. 
Well, I went to the doctor and he told me blah, blah, blah. And Well, if you went to the doctor and he told you that, do you believe it? Are you going to believe? Who's that? Remember that song? Whose report do you believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. You know, maybe he said that you've got the word to come against it. Maybe it is a symptom upon you, but you have the word to get rid of it. And, you know, it might, as you grow older in age, there are, you know, you're going to, you're going to work this harder. I'm going to tell you this right now. I'll just put it bluntly. You're going to, you're going to need this. I remember Dodie saying that no matter what time they had to get up and go somewhere because they traveled a lot, she would get up at three o'clock and do all these scriptures every day, every day. She's still living. Her husband isn't. This isn't every, this isn't just, well, when I feel like it every day. Hallelujah. Is it worth it? I'll be honest. I quit reading my healing book. I just got busy. Boy, was that a mistake. Or, or confessing it. Confess your fault one to another. You can take authority over sickness in your body. Matthew 18, 18. Let's go. I mean, I can quote it by heart. Truly, I tell you, verily I say unto you, whatsoever you shall find on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. You go to the doctor, he says you have this. Bind it immediately and loose healing I mean speak over your teeth <laughs> speak over whatever whatever you see that you want gone ring I don't care if they're wrinkles or whatever speak over them amen take authority over any sickness disease in your body Anything that doesn't look like it used to, you can, God will give you the desires of your heart. How many know that? Delight thyself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. 19. Agree with someone for your healing. And make sure that the person you're agreeing with for your healing agrees with you. Just don't go up to somebody that you don't know how strong their faith is and say, will you agree with me in healing? Agree with someone for your healing, Matthew 18, 19 through 29. So here we go. You ready? Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father, which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. So Jesus is in the midst of us. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brothers sin against me and I forgive him? Till seven times. Jesus said unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until 70 times 7. 
What did I say? We're going to what? Okay, let's move on. Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king which would take account of his servants. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him which owed him 10,000 talents. But for as much as he had not to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold and his wife and children and all that he had and payment to be made. How would you like to be sold? You and your kids. That's kind of be in horrid. The servant fell before, fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. The Lord of that servant was moved with compassion and loosened him and forgave him the debt. But the same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants, which owed him a hundred pence, and he laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me that thou, pay me that thou owest. Can you imagine? He was taking him by the throat, probably shaking him. And his fellow servant fell down at his feet and besought him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. And he would not, but, but went and cast him into prison till he should pay the debt. So when... Are we done? Okay. Now that's a real winner. This man's forgiven of much, of much, the first one, and he wouldn't forgive the other of little. So, thank God that you can take authority over sickness in your body and agree with someone for your healing in, in Matthew 18, 19, and 29. Just make, you know, when you ask someone, I can guarantee you if you ask Pastor and I to agree with you, if I could not agree with you, I would tell you. I have a hard time believing for that, and I would hand you over to Pastor. I'm not going to pray the prayer of agreement if I have trouble getting into agreement. Do you all understand me? I've never had to do that yet, but don't just go to someone and, and they just kind of slough you off. Yeah, I'll agree with you. Or how many people have ever had someone say, please pray for me, and you say, I will, and you forget? Do it right away. That's the best way to do it. Just do it right away. Say, do you want me to pray with you now if it's on the phone? And they say, no. You know, some people are shy. The minute you hang up, I don't care if you have to run to the restroom, do it then. Okay? Number 20. You guys had enough because I have a whole page more. What you say will make a difference. What you say will make a difference. Mark eleven twenty two and 23. Is anybody cold in here? I'm not. <laughs> okay. Are you getting anything out of this? I know you've heard it, but this is what the Lord told me. There's been enough of this going on in that church for a while, coughing and hacking and blah, blah, blah. And so you need to teach on healing. 
Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing, and hearing, and hearing. Amen. Mark 11, 22 and 23. <clears throat> and Jesus replied, saying to them, Have faith in God constantly, all the time. David Ingalls has that song, Keep the Switch of Faith Turned On. He's still pastoring a church at his age. I think he's the same age, Brother Hague. They were the same age. Truly I tell you, whosoever says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt at all in his heart, but believes what he says will take place, it will be done for him. For this reason I'm telling you, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believe, trust, and be confident that it is granted to you and you will get it. Believe, trust, and be confident that it is granted to you and you will get it. And this is a big one. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, let it drop, leave it, let it go. Let it go. And if it tries to creep back up, say, you know, on some things, I've had to write the date down and the time that I forgot, that I forgave, forgot, and let it go. And then I've had to ram it down the devil's throat. On such and such day, I forgave, I forgot, and I let it go. And it might take a while, but trust me, it will it will kind of dissolve into air somewhere. <laughs> in order that your Father who is in heaven may also forgive you your own failings and shortcomings and let them drop. But if you don't forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive your failings and shortcomings. Ouch! That's one, this is, that's one way that people keep from receiving their healing because they don't want to forgive someone. They don't want to let it drop. They're like a dog with a bone. Don't hold, this is what the Lord said. I wrote it in here. You can tell I was half asleep. Don't hold grudges. Don't hold grudges. If you know that something that was in your family and you lived, you know, you lived with it through your childhood, you know that it's something that might try to attach itself to your, to your thought life. Say, just make up your mind today. I'm not holding grudges. I'm not. Be kind and compassionate, and compassionate, and stay out of strife. Where there's strife, there is every evil work. Stay out of it. You know, you might have to say, I love you, but I'm not getting into this. I love you, but I love God more, and I'm not taking this, I'm not taking this burden on me. Have you ever had someone tell you something and it really bugs you? And they get over it right away because they got it off their chest and they told you and now it's bugging you about the person. 
That's how the devil works. Have you ever been in a circle and somebody whispered something and, and hear what it gets to at the end? It's like unbelievable. All right, 21. Believe and you will receive. And we just did that in Mark 20, 11, 24 through 26. So that was 21. Believe and you will receive. Mark 11, 24 through 26. All right, number 22. Plead your case to God. And that is, plead your case to God is in Isaiah 43, 25 and 26. He wants you to come to him. Remind him. God, you promised to rebuke the devourer for my sake. You know, he likes to talk to you. He, he, you know, he would, he like, you know, after you've said, pleaded your case, let him just sit there a while. Sometimes we, we say, what, well, you know, how many have had a one-sided conversation? Blah, 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 blah. And then you're done getting yours out. The other person doesn't have a chance to spit theirs out. I'm guilty of that sometimes. I'm, I'm confessing my fault. This pastor is such a gentleman. Slap yourself if you have to, if you need to wake up. <laughs> Imagine being in a church and hearing slappings. Okay, Isaiah 43, 25, and 26. You want to stop here and we'll go on or what? Isaiah 43, 25. There's no 20, 43, 25. And that one is... Now, now I'm going to be teaching like you. Plead your case to God. I, even I, he that blotteth out thy transgressions for my own sake will not remember thy sins. This is God. For his sake. He blotted out our transgressions for his sake. That's, you know, what does that tell you? Put me in remembrance. Let us plead together. Declare thou that they, thou mayest be justified. In the Amplified, I even I am he who blots out and cancels your transgressions for mine own sake, and I will not remember your sins. Put me in remembrance. Remind me of your merits. Let us plead and argue together. Set forth your case that they may be justified, proved right. Praise God. <clears throat> Go talk to him. I've had a lot of time talking to God in the last three months. Okay, 23. Have someone lay hands on you for your healing. Mark 16, 15 through 18.
I don't know. I'm in Matthew. Mark. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking this should be James, but anyway. Uh, Mark 16, 15 through 18. Have someone lay hands on you for healing. What scripture? I don't know. Miss <laughs> will laugh. Um, two times this week in the middle of the night. This is hilarious. Pastor tells me I laugh and talk in my sleep. I ordered a cheeseburger and French fries one night. I don't eat French fries. Um, another night, and I can remember yelling something out, but I can't remember what it was. He said, "Get!" I, he said, "I said, get me a big yellow banana." And he said, he woke me up and said, what is wrong with you? And I knew I yelled something out loud. He said, you're laughing? You're telling me you want a big yellow banana? Good night. It's what you have to look forward to in your, a big yellow banana. All I could think of was those, you ever seen those banana things you can ride in Hawaii? Okay, let's, um, where are we? Mark 16, 15 through 18. <laughs> I got to get there. Come on, Lord. Help. Is this the right one, or did you? <laughs> I guess I can't seem to get there you go. Okay. Okay, ready? I got it. He who believes and adheres and trusts in the in and relies on the gospel of him who it sets forth and is baptized will be saved from the penalty of eternal death. But he too, who does not believe, who does not adhere to and trust in and rely on the gospel and him whom it sets forth will be condemned. And these attesting signs will accompany those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons and they will speak in new tongues. They will pick up serpents and even if they drink anything deadly, it will not hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. Amen. Is that what your Bible says? So... You will lay hands on the sick, and the sick will recover. So when you go out soul winning, one of the questions you should ask people, are you, do you have anything you need me to pray for? Do you have any sickness or disease you'd like me to pray for? And lay hands on them. It's up to Jesus to heal them. You're not, I couldn't heal a fly. It's up to him to heal them. You're just, your hand is just the, the hand that he uses to, to bring forth healing. Amen. Okay. Praise God. All right. Number 24, worship God. 24 is worship God, John 9, 31. A big yellow banana. It must have been a dream.
Now we know that God heareth not sinners, but if any man be a worshiper of God and doeth him his will, hear him he heareth. Glory to God. God hears you. Now that's pretty heavy because this says we know God heareth not sinners. But he hears us. That's why we're called intercede. Okay, you ready? The devil wants to kill you, 25. The devil, well, we all know that. The devil wants to kill you. God wants to heal you. In John 10, 10, the thief cometh not but to kill, to steal, and destroy. Three things, he comes to kill, steal and destroy but Jesus said I come to give life and life more abundantly when you start thinking about that life and the abundance of life abundantly in every area work home marriage children everything about you and everything everything that you have to do with God wants to bless you abundantly 26, you are redeemed from the curse. You are redeemed from the curse. Galatians 3, 13 through 14. You know, when we were in school in the 70s and 80s, confession was a big thing. And unfortunately, it's kind of, people have kind of lost that and it's so important to confess things continually over yourself and others come on Galatians get out here okay Galatians 3 13 and 14 You should be ready to go fight a bear when you get out of here. Okay. Christ has redeemed you for us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Hallelujah. You've received it. You're redeemed. You have the blessings of Abraham that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Faith. You've got to keep that faith out there. Amen? All right. I think um, we're going to stop now because it's noon and I have <laughs> quite a few more. Where are we? What number? 26 okay I have 40 of these <laughs> I, I hope you wrote them all down next week you'll get the rest plus something else you know that goes with it but I wish I hadn't written on it then we could just copy them but I did
So you've got them and write them. You wrote them down, correct? Okay. This will change your life. You know, there's two things that I know will change your life that I can promise you outside of your salvation, whatever. Listening to David Ingalls. Keeping it on in your house. You know, you might not like his method or mode of singing, but I will tell you, it will change your life. We went, before we went to Ramah, we played it all the time, him all the time, and not it. We, none of us were sick. None of us had symptoms. That It was not in our house or on any of us for what, three years? Pardon? Pardon? Your records in those days. So you didn't have the opportunity like a CD. But I guarantee you, I told um, someone that had a lot of confusion in their house that doesn't go to our church recently. Um, I had pastor give her a tape, a David Ingalls tape, and I said, start playing it in your house. And things have changed in her house. There was so much confusion in her house. Things have changed in her house, and she'd been ill for months, and she is receiving her healing. So it's up to you. You know what I mean? All this is up to us. God gives us, okay, God gives us a, he tells us this. If you listen to what, I don't know if it was Brother Hagen or who that prophesied over him, if his music would be played, what would happen in the home. And he was specific, it's in the home. My kids didn't fight, there was no strife. There, I'm being honest. The whole thing changed with the, in about a month. It was like it went from, not that we were fighting, yelling people, but everything. Praise God. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, it is good to be in the house of the Lord today. I thank you that this word on healing has penetrated our hearts, our soul, our body, and that as we go forth, Holy Spirit, I'm asking you to put remembrance of the words that we have heard this week in our mind out of the abundance of our heart as we meditate on these and read them out loud or listen to them out loud and read it out of the abundance of our heart our mouth will speak and we will see the manifested glory of God the Shekinah glory of God present 
in our homes, in our church, in our lives, and everything we put our hand to shall prosper because our thinking won't be able to go anywhere else but to your word on every circumstance and situation. We won't be double-minded, we'll be single-minded, and it will be your word. Because your, your word is truth, it brings forth healing and wholeness and soundness. If any of you need healing today, I have the oil up here. It says, call upon the elders of the church to anoint you with oil and the prayer of faith. If you've committed any sins, the prayer of faith will bring forgiveness for those sins. So if you need to come forward and have hands laid on you, now's the best time after healing, hearing these scriptures. Brother Hagen never prayed for anybody till the word went out for healing. And so the word's gone out. If you're ready, come on up after. The rest of you, you have the best week of your life. The most prosperous, blessed week you've ever had. Expect. Get your, get, get your expectancy turned up. The Bible says, give and it shall be given unto you. Pressed down, shaken together and running over. Shall man give into your bosom. And that's in every area. That's goodness. That's every area. That's favor. That's every area. It's just not finances. It's everything. So if you need healing, come forward. The rest of you can just go on out and talk in the foyer or love on each other. I want you to know we love you very much. Pastor and I appreciate you and your faithfulness. You'll never know how much. You'll never, ever know how much. Thank you. Okay.